the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, this is Jennifer, and I don't know what all you've been doing today. You've probably been in the carpool line. You've been in the kitchen. You've been in the office. Maybe you're in a boardroom. I don't know, but you are a busy woman. I know that is probably a fact. And I have a recipe for you. If I can take that off your to-do list, we the first, we did the Mediterranean salad. Then we did the pear salad. So today I had this is my favorite salad. It's a hot artichoke salad. Yeah. So, okay. You want to get some bread and maybe some old bread or crusty bread or something and cut it up into cubes and you're going to get a huge skillet. Do you have a grill pan or I, I mean, I'm from the South. We have cast iron skillets at my house. So if you have a cast iron skillet, that's really great. And so you cube up some old bread and I love, my favorite is to do the really good, like multi-grain, you know, healthy bread and put a little bit of olive oil in your skillet, salt and pepper and season. You're making croutons. Does not take long. It just takes like two minutes. Get that skillet really hot, make these croutons, and then you set it aside. And then you're going to make the hot part of the salad. So buy a bag of frozen artichokes and you drain them, microwave and drain them. And then you you saute those, you grill them. You want to just get this skillet so hot, you're getting the little black marks on there. And I just do salt, pepper. If I love Italian seasoning. I put it on everything, but any kind of herb, spice, like, like that. But So oil, salt, pepper, artichokes, and then cherry tomatoes, just or any tomato. Slice it up, throw it in the skillet. And again, salt, pepper, and then Kalamata olives. Do you like Kalamata olives? So Kalamata olives, put those in there. And honestly, I don't know, you could probably put any other like veggie that you wanted to kind of saute up if you love zucchini or, you know, something like that. So that's the hot part of the salad. You get that really hot. And uh, if I want to make this like a meal meal, I get the rotisserie chicken and take that off the bone and I throw the chicken in. So I've got chicken artichokes, kalamata, olives, tomato, salt, pepper, olive oil, Italian seasoning. I mean, this is good stuff. And you've made your homemade crouton. So this is your hot part. And then you get a bag of arugula. I like it because it's kind of peppery. So you can do any salad you have if you want to do mixed greens, whatever. But I like arugula and I have that. And if you want, you can put a cold thing with arugula. Like last night I did cucumbers, a few red peppers chopped up. So I'm just trying to load up on veggies. So your cold part of the salad, whatever you want in there. 
and then you just dump this hot stuff on top of it and those those great croutons and that is the hot artichoke salad it is so good and i guess if you wanted to be fancy you could put parmesan cheese or you know whatever cheese but you really don't need it so kind of the only carb in the salad or a few of these hot croutons anyway maybe that'll take something off your to-do list it sounds like it takes forever and once you get in the mode it, it doesn't take that long oh 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 and some balsamic vinegar that's part of your dressing so balsamic vinegar olive oil salt pepper italian seasoning oh 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 one more thing i forgot basil fresh basil fresh basil this makes it incredible and so for me what i do I do a ton of the chicken and the, the croutons, and I put them in separate baggies, and then I do a ton of those hot veggies, and I get two nights out of it. So my second night, or for lunch the next day, I just reheat the hot veggies, and boom, there you go. Healthy, healthy, good salad. Okay, we, we must get to our lesson, girls. <laughs> what are we doing? You know, today we're, we're continuing the conversation about living hope, that we all have this living hope, and we have a memory verse. You should have it close to memorized by now, and that is Romans fifteen thirteen. We all need this hope. It's may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans fifteen thirteen. So before we get started, I just want to pray over you. God, I thank you. I thank you for everyone who's listening today. And I do, I pray that you would infuse them with your love, infuse them with your hope, and that you would be our deliverance, that you would be with us, present with us throughout this day by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, amen. We've been looking in the book of John at the Samaritan woman. This is also, she's the woman at the well, and she's kind of been feisty, a little bit arguing, maybe you might say, with Jesus. <laughs> I feel that way, too. You know, God can handle your questions. God can handle your pushback. And the, the worst thing would be if we never ask him anything, if we always just kept quiet and, and just kept all these questions to ourselves. But it's better just to tell him. Tell him what you're thinking about. And here we are in John four thirteen. Jesus said to her, If you drink from Jacob's well, you'll be thirsty again and again. But if anyone drinks living water I give them, they will never be thirsty again and will be forever satisfied. For when you drink the water I give you, it becomes a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit springing up and flooding you with endless life. The woman replied, let me drink the water so I'll never be thirsty again and won't have to come back here to draw water. Don't you want that? I I really, really want that. And I think about, you know, this woman because she came to the well. She's probably in the midst of relationship issues and the suffering of relationship pain. And she could have come there because she's washing clothes to get water she's cooking she's cleaning and even no matter what you do the laundry never ends coming up with a meal salad idea for dinner that never ends and chopping those veggies all those things and she was just like you she was just like me she was she she came and she came to Jesus in the midst of her day in the midst of all of that and that's what I like about her and 
they're here at this well, and it's a deep well, and it's a sentimental well, you know, almost like a sacred place because Abraham had dug it, and Abraham is called Jacob's well. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, uh, Joshua, Caleb, they'd all been there. And so interesting that Jesus would show up. And he doesn't care that there's racial barriers. He doesn't care that there's, uh, you know, just the etiquette of the day barrier. You could call that a sexual barrier. He, You know, men weren't supposed to speak uh, to women, let alone Jews and Samaritans at the time. And, yeah, he's like, no, nope, no barriers. And so I don't know what barrier you think you have between you and God, but he doesn't want it to be there. And... So here they are, and I just see myself in the the woman at the well. You know, I, I know what it means to find Jesus in an ordinary day, and I love it when he shows up. I, I know what it is to feel broken and hurt and to not be allowed to show it and to have to shoulder on through life. You know, pastors, wives, we're like the champions of that. <laughs> when even though you're you're broken or hurt over a, a friendship or a disappointment. You, you put that smile on and you go and you serve like a good soldier, <laughs> be that good soldier. And I know you too have been there. You're, you're broken and hurt over something and you still had to show up at work today. You still had to show up in that uh, PTA meeting tonight at your kid's school and put that smile on your face and serve. And, and I get that. And Jesus gets that. And I love how at this point in their conversation, they get super personal and honest with one another. And Jesus, just listen to this passage because he accepts her and he accepts her honesty and he listens to her questions like her whys. And this is what a relationship with Jesus is like. It's what it's like for you and for me and what we have made available to us. So John 14 or 4, 16 to 24, Jesus says to her, go get your husband and bring him back here. But I'm not married, the woman answered. Oh, that's true, Jesus said. You've been married five times, and now you're living with a man who's not your husband. You have told the truth. And don't you love that? Like, they're going back and forth. Total clarity, total honesty here. And I love how he lifts her shame. <laughs> he lifts her shame. I mean, he, and the, just the shame of it all. And he just, no, let's just talk about it. So the woman said, you must be a prophet. So tell me this. Why do our fathers worship God here on this mountain? But your people teach that Jerusalem is the place where we must worship, which is right. You know, she's thinking this mountain is special. This well is special. And uh, she's a little confused, you know. And he said, believe me, dear woman, the time has come when you won't worship the father on a mountain or in Jerusalem, but you'll worship him in your heart, in your heart. Your people don't really know the one they worship. We Jews, we worship out of experience, for it's from the Jews that salvation is made available. From here on, worshiping the Father will not be a matter of the right place, like you have to be here at the well, but it's about the right heart. For God is a spirit, and he longs to have sincere worshipers who worship and adore him in the realm of spirit and truth. Wow. I love this. He you know, just he's been watching her. He's like, I've been watching you. I know the details of your life. And he, he, he lets her have the conversation. He lets her ask the questions. And he also lets her know that she's loved and she's valuable, that he chose her. He didn't just happen upon her and he hasn't been just waiting for the perfect timing. So she'll know that he always, you know, loved her. He's just been waiting for this perfect timing so that she would know that he's always been there. 
He's known her. He's seen her. And he only wants her to see him too and to be aware of his great love for her. It's a connection time. He never even judged her. You know, Jesus let her know that he saw her predicament and he came to help. And his truth set her free. She was honest. He was honest. You know, it just gets better and better. I hope that you would feel that too today. I hope that you would feel that he just sees you right where you are, right with the situation that you're in, right with the dilemma that you're in. And maybe you've been putting hope. She was putting it in a mountain. She was putting it in a well. Maybe you've been putting your hope in something. And Jesus is just offering you, just come to me. Just put your hope in a relationship with me. I'm this living hope. I'm this hope that will never go away, a well that will never run dry. And just come, come running to him today. He wants to fill you with that power of hope by the Holy Spirit. Well, I want you to stay right here. You have been listening to Jennifer Jackson on Simply for Women. And I don't want you to go away because the second half of the show, we have a great guest with a powerful story. You do not want to miss this. It's simply women just like you, just like me, just like the Samaritan woman that, you know, just everyday life who have encountered women who've encountered Jesus in their everyday life. And hey, if you want that recipe, go to jennifer-jackson.org. That recipe is going to be right on there. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Don't go away. We'll be right back. 